Hi, everybody. On behalf of the team at IVM Podcast, I have a request for you. We'd really appreciate it if you could go to ivmpodcast.com slash survey and fill out our survey over there. It's going to take a few minutes to do, but it gives us some really interesting information that we can take to advertisers and brands about who's listening to the network. If you're comfortable giving us your email address while you're filling out the survey, we'll enter you into a random drawing where we'll be sending out a bunch of IVM swag to some of our listeners. Last year, we sent out coffee mugs, and this year, we're hoping to send out much cooler stuff. That's ivmpodcast.com slash survey. We really appreciate your help. Welcome to Absolutely Right, the first graphology-based podcast show in India. I'm your host, Aditi Sarana. I'm a graphologist and a high-performance coach. To make the most of this episode, keep a notepad handy. Either look at your own natural handwriting style or quickly scribble a few lines for you to learn some fascinating facts about your own personality. Yes, by merely looking at the formation of your handwriting strokes. I know, I know that some people are skeptical about this whole idea that handwriting can even talk about personality. And I hear you. To make my case, I can bring in research data or tell you that people like Albert Einstein and Carl Jung have explored this subject or even present thousands of cases that I have personally experienced in my career. And now that I'm done plugging in some credibility for graphology, let's agree the actual proof of the pudding is in eating it. So before you dismiss this well-researched study, I invite you to give it a shot. While analyzing today's guest, I will be dropping some graphological clues asking you to look at your letter E or slant of your writing and many other things like that. If you find the exact stroke in your handwriting, then you will be surprised to see how accurate it is. Let me introduce you to our today's guest. As part of my work, I design graphologically correct brand identities for organizations. In 2008, I met Mukta Sable, a passionate young girl who was the director of a family business, Sable Sanjeevni, where I was designing their logo. Over these years, Mukta and I have stayed in touch due to her keen interest in wellness. That time, she started the first mobile spa in the country way before companies like Urban Clap showed up. Over these years, Mukta's love for wellness has only become stronger and stronger. She is currently involved in Wabi Sabi, an artisanal single estate origin coffee and matcha tea chain, Abhyanga Snan, an Ayurvedic premium bathing product range, and a gated wellness community in Pune. Mukta will join us on the other side of the short break. As you listen to the episode, remember to check out our new two segments on the show. Autograph, please, where I describe how exactly the guest is misunderstood by people around them by analyzing their signature. And graphology tool of the week, where today I will be speaking about a particular formation in the letter M that shows whether you struggle to say no to people or not. Stay tuned. I hope you enjoyed that show. If you aren't following us on social media, please do. We're IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I wanted to kind of just give a quick reminder to everybody. As I mentioned up top, we are doing our annual listener survey right now. If you could please go and take a couple of minutes out of your day and fill it out, we would really, really appreciate it. It's ivmpodcast.com slash survey. If you're comfortable giving us your email address, we'll enter you into a random drawing and we're going to be sending out swag to a bunch of randomly selected listeners. So do definitely get on board that train. Let me tell you a little bit about what we did on the network this week. We launched a new show called Zindagi Diaries with Ragini Kumar. Many of you might have seen Ragini on television during the IPL. She's a presenter, but she's showing a different side of herself over here with a poetry podcast. Give it a shot. Give it a listen. Let me know what you all think. 
Vishal Gondal is back this week after a while. He's been on an extended break, but he has Rahul Narvekar for the first episode. Really interesting conversation. Do check it out. Raji Salman joins Gauri Devideyal on This Round is on Me, the two talk about the wine business and what's going on there. We had a number of conversations about the Farmer's Bill and the surrounding agitation this week on the network as well. Maruk Inayat had a great episode on The Note. Pulia Bazi did a deep dive into the issues around this. And on Ciders, we have our typical, you know, fun conversation about this stuff with a little bit of a seriousness, a little bit of fun. Do check that out on Cock and Bull on Thursday last week. Akash Mehta joined us for that episode. And with that, I hope to see you again next week. Hi, Mukta. Hi, Aditi. So nice to speak to you after some time now. Like, I think we've just been chatting. Absolutely. It's it's lovely seeing you and talking to you. Of course, not in person yet, but this is still Soon. good. Soon. So yeah. I, was, I, I just introduced you to our audience and I said you have been extremely passionate about your wellness uh, explorations through multiple ways. So what is your wellness philosophy? Um, so, you know, wellness now has become a buzzword lately. Right. It's everywhere from the children to adults to, you know, elderly. Everyone is just talking wellness, wellness, wellness. I just think it's a very simple thing. Honestly, it's looking after yourself first and then you can look after everyone else and how you can go about doing it. So there are various, various ways of that. And uh, I think you just need to find what works for you. Yeah, because it is confusing, multiple people. And I think every year we have new wellness philosophies dropping in. And absolutely, some people, some people say this was good and then suddenly that is bad. So it is confusing for someone who is new to this. Yes. Yes. So I have your handwriting sample in front of me. And let's mm-hmm. dive in and let's talk about how you look at your work, your life and, and any situation for that matter. Any specific okay. question do you have for me before I start? Two questions. I um, so I don't know if you can tell that from my handwriting or not. That is, uh, but as far as I know, you know, um, I internalize a lot. I mm-hmm. overthink. Okay. And sometimes that becomes a challenge in okay. a lot of situations. Um, and I don't know if through my handwriting we can find some solution to that. Okay. That's question number one. Is there any other yes. question? No, I think at the moment, just that maybe as long we go along. Sure. So, you know, most of the time, uh, we the way we are brought up in our society, we are always driven by group activities. We work in group, we are, you know, we play in groups. So for somebody who is an introvert, our society is not very uh, compatible in that sense. I wouldn't say that introverts are not compatible to the society. I would say other way around. And you know that you have always been a quieter child, no matter, you know, what was going on in your life and you socialize and you make efforts to talk to people. But given a choice, you would be in your smaller circle or by yourself and you would spend time reading, doing things which are really calming. And now I I also understand why wellness is so close to you because it is about internal journeys more than anything else. Now, you have created products through them, but fundamentally, it is for your your personal journey within. And that's what matters to any introvert. So when your handwriting goes to the left, Mm -hmm. that talks about somebody who is an introvert. In your writing, if you look at it calmly, every single stroke goes to the left. Now, these are certain things I had 
created an episode called survival guide for introverts because i feel most of the time they cannot survive in the way the world is built now mm-hmm. you really have to pay attention to that you have to be somebody who would take out time spend time by yourself if people really require you to be in 15 places you have to have at least 10 breaks in between where you can reconnect with yourself days when you cannot do it are really really exhausting days for you the days where you can do it and you can have that little break in between where you can just breathe or you can take that cup of tea with you you know by yourself those days are great days for you but when you don't get that recharge timing that is like really horrible so know that about you and accept that aspect and nurture it introverts get exhausted when they get highly stimulated so what happens uh-huh. is social situations when many people want to come and talk to you that is lot of stimulation when you have to deal with external scenarios which require show off you know kind of sometimes you have to present yourself in a certain way all these things are clear uh, points of exhaustion so i Absolutely. must say in the lockdown you must have enjoyed yourself as you <laughs> thoroughly absolutely it was bliss <laughs> i did not need to meet anybody that i did not need to meet and i could just meet the people i really wanted to sure. and um, you know so no parties and no uh, office <laughs> dinners or there's none of that were so it was great for me and yet you know we worked very hard we did a lot of work during the lockdown um and, and the work uh, requires you to sit by yourself and think through the problem and come come up with solutions you love it you you thrive in such situations so absolutely happy yeah. lockdown to you <laughs> yes it really was a happy lockdown uh, fortunately for us so um, for me yeah so another aspect of this same trait if i have to talk about you are a very direct person so mm-hmm. when when we write the letter t you know mm-hmm. some people at the end of the t you have mm-hmm. umbrella kind of soft turn point whereas yeah. in your case it is like a cross it is like this plus sign the line mm-hmm. comes down and there is no softening there this is a clear pointed to the point conversation and you say things as they are now because you're a quieter person people believe that you're a softer person also in other aspects of your demeanor you're a softer yeah. person but when it comes to making a point and having clarity you are to the t and that is baffling for people they cannot believe that oh my god what happened here was she not supposed to be like this calmer one and for some reason people understand the quieter one as less confident one which is absolutely mm-hmm. not true for anybody in your mm-hmm. case that is obviously not true but i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying yeah. that that is a perception that people generally yeah. have yeah that's absolutely true i mean i had an incident just last week and um, everyone around me was a bit shocked that and they'd never seen me make a point like that okay and uh, it was just honestly in a meeting last week that it happened and i was like yeah but this is this is the point and of course sometimes get gets me into trouble <laughs> because um, not everybody is used to hearing things directly and just as is um i feel i need to work on that uh, at some points because i do not know that i yeah, say that. i really <laughs> need to learn to be a little bit more diplomatic about things and i'm so tactical you know, at uh, times tactical not diplomatic because 
you know, we re- I rarely meet women who have this clarity about what they want and what they do not want. And most mm-hmm. of the time we are taught to not have that clarity, not walk with exact, um, you know, I would say demands. We are told that we should be adjusting and we should be like, you know, lying low and all those philosophies. The fact that you don't carry that and the fact that you say things for what they are, definitely, uh, you know, people who are not used to it, they get they get uncomfortable with it. But those who understand you and those who understand the value that you bring to the table, understand how beautiful and how important that exact aspect is. One more thing I feel as a leader or as a, even as a friend, something that you thrive in is listening to people. And I'm, I'm saying that because when you write the letter E, the loop in your mm-hmm. E are very, very open. And that is a great listening skill trait. Anybody with loop in their T open, you know, some people squeeze them, they become invisible or they become like a tightly, a tight knot. Whereas in your case, they're open and they're very, very clear. That shows you are a great listener, which means you put your heart into ears by listening to people. And it rarely happens that you, uh, your friends feel that you're not available. You're, if you call somebody a friend, you're always available to listen to what that person is going through. And I think that's a, it's an interesting thing to have, you know, though you don't speak, you're always available to listen to people. That's like a contradiction, which you carry. Right. So most of your friends are friends who come to you and they believe you're their best friend and you think they're like good friends and (laughs) for you, they're not best friend, but because they get to speak with you and you listen to them compassionately, they feel you are the friend to go to. That's. That's good to know, actually. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. I definitely give a, you know, if I'm talking or if I somebody is a friend, then they are a friend and I'm available to talk to them really anytime. So. Yeah. Over to you, Mukta. Any question that you have? Oh, like I said earlier, you know, um, so this direct speaking of mine. Mm-hmm. gets me into trouble many times and you know it's not appreciated <laughs> uh, many a times whether it's in personal life or professional life um so uh, do you have any tips for me there like you know is there sure i think uh you also have slight argumentativeness as your behavior so it's not only mm-hmm. speaking direct that gets you in trouble it's not leaving your perspective it's not uh the other person feels that once you have made up your mind, you do not listen to what they have to say or what they have to present. That mm-hmm. is a problem. So as long as you're clear and if you're willing to, so I'm, I'm just combining the traits that I spoke about, right? Like great listening skill with yeah. somebody who has the willingness to, to, you know, who believes in herself and has clarity about where she wants to go. If I combine mm-hmm. all of this, the challenge happens when you feel, when you make the other person feel that they have no scope to present their point if they can present their point and if you're willing to listen to them and then you bring in your clarity then it is okay and think of any situations where you have done it Mm -hmm. but the very moment they feel that oh my god she has made up her mind and now I cannot do anything they become aggressive and they Mm -hmm. do not expect you to be this stubborn if I may say or this committed to your point of view in your argument. So they yeah. they start pushing you and more they push you, more you retaliate. Now that mm-hmm. is a sign for anybody. If we feel pushed, mm-hmm. we retaliate. But right. the point at which you get there, 
is where you do not let the other person feel heard in an argument. You would do that when the person is in trouble, when they require help, when they require anything under the sun, you'll be there to listen yeah. to them. The very moment the situation changes and you go get into argumentativeness, mm-hmm. you back off and you say, okay, I don't want to listen to you, yeah. which is startling for the other person. Right. So I wouldn't say changing your direct approach is a great idea because that's who you are. And I don't think that would make you feel very good about things, yeah. <laughs> but you must work on the moments where you get triggered and in mm-hmm. the argument. So when, once you get triggered, there is no way to look at the other situation. You know, I, every episode I talk about a journaling question. I, mm-hmm. I tell people that they can ask something that uh, to themselves. And I feel no matter who we are and no matter which expert is working with you, you are the creator of how you feel with it. You may receive tools from other people, but you have to always solve the puzzles for yourself. So in your case, you have to look at the one puzzle that that is the biggest one is what happens when you get triggered in the argumentative aspect. So let's, let me give you a journaling question for that. Try Mm -hmm. to tell me how you, how you feel. Okay. So um, when you get down to the argument or when you feel triggered, there's one sidedness which comes in. You start Mm -hmm. building your your argument in your mind and being an introvert that you are, you do not discuss it with other people. So you build Mm -hmm. your argument and it becomes stronger and stronger and you have other ammunition that comes to you and then you keep building it. And by the time it reaches a conclusion, it is a full blown, complete conclusion. There is no questioning then because you you speak after having thought through the incident like 15 times. You wouldn't mm-hmm. speak before that. But by then, you have also concluded and there is no other way of figuring things out. Yeah. Okay, so the question here is, if you feel that you have to argue, you have to fight, sit down and first question is, what exactly is bothering me here? Because mm-hmm. it is not in the other person's behavior. You feel invalidated. You feel uh, whatever. Whatever is the emotion in that situation. And we feel that way, right? In an argument. So write yeah. down what exactly am I feeling what, am I, what exactly is bothering me here? Mm-hmm. And as you, as you start writing those emotions and, and describing that feeling, it will mm-hmm. give you an outlet which otherwise is not available. Okay. So by the, because your emotions are so bottled up, when they open in front of the other person, you have this whole volcano bursting. And then the person yeah. is like, what happened? The incident was so small. Why are you making a big deal? You might have heard this a lot. Yes. Why are you making a big deal? Now for you, yeah. because it has not repeat happened once, but because you repeated it so many times in your mind without any outlet, it becomes mm-hmm. that big burst out there. Now after having written it, sometimes you have to, might have to write it like five times to feel good about it or feel like mm-hmm. you have conveyed the point on your journal. So write it over and over again. And then ask yourself, what all choices do I have here? Mm-hmm. Because if you look at it, sometimes you pick up one or two choices and you keep yeah. repeating it in a relationship. So you yeah. know that is not working, but you in the moment when you get triggered, you have only two options available in that fight. So right. before you walk into the fight, if you think about all the options available, you can literally think about, okay, I can do A, I can do B, but I also have these three options as I'm not in the fight. Yeah. Because you're not, you know, you don't have to make a decision now, now. So you have those options. And I think, Mukta, that would really come handy. Okay. 
that you know that deliberation to figure out what you yeah. want to do and how you want to take it what exactly is is available on the other side mm-hmm. sometimes uh, we do not tend to understand what the other person can or cannot do right we expect that okay this is what i want but is yeah. that really available with the other person all right. of that can happen in the journaling thinking and not in mm-hmm. the fight or not in the argument that would really okay. come hand right cool okay. sounds good i'll definitely give it a shot so give it 7 days before you conclude yes or no okay i will <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to the next segment uh, which is called autograph please where mm-hmm. i talk about the kind of misunderstanding that you experience by people based on your signature so your signature talks about your public image and mm-hmm. your handwriting talks about who you are mm-hmm. so when we look at your signature we see how people see you which okay. most of the time is very different than who you are all of mm-hmm. us right so then the gap creates many interesting events and experiences mm-hmm. so i'm going to describe it in graphological terms and i want you to give us an example of where exactly it happened and how sure. you experienced it okay okay so when i look at your signature it is larger than your handwriting much larger than your writing you know the way mm-hmm. the encircling is and the way the first letter m is formed is is bigger mm-hmm. now when you look at the public persona that you carry people think that you're very sure of yourself at times they think you're arrogant they think that you when you walk into a meeting or when you walk into a situation you are a tough person to get by and mm-hmm. that is slightly intimidating until they get to know you and they're like oh my god why did i think this person is intimidating she's not intimidating she's very friendly she takes time to open up but once that happens she's like a fine person to to hang with but most people feel so intimidated by you in formal like work settings for sure but also in social settings yeah that's that's so true i mean and you know so i don't know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing uh sometimes yes it's required uh but um, yeah it happens all the time tell us something that um, happened which was like bizarre or like really funny so in fact just yesterday or was a day before um i was sitting with a group of these young architects and uh, you know 25 year old like kids and um, so i was giving them a project to do and uh, they had sent a proposal i had kind of gone through it done my detailing on it and sent it back to them so just the document itself became intimidating so when they came to meet me they were already like okay what what is this we sent a one page or she sent three pages back what <laughs> happened here and um, because obviously i'd studied the whole thing and then i said okay i wanted this 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 and you know there was absolute clarity on what i wanted to say and um yeah so they were shocked right and um also because i conducted the meeting at home so you know it's a homely environment they didn't know you know about me much or whatever they, it's not work related <laughs> or some other project um so they're like 
okay really and they went back feeling or at least the look on their face was like um i hope it's a small thing but we can handle it so you know <laughs> yeah that was the thing so i was like hey listen the next time they come back i need to kind of tone it down and make it more cheerful for them rather than being scared of the whole thing and not performing so you know that's not serving the purpose sure i yeah. remember you visited my office many years ago and yeah. uh, i my my assistant that time was so scared and i'm like what happened like is mukta and she had heard of you and we were working right. on your project for a long time before that so she had heard of you many times and i'm like why are you scared she's like i don't know madam is here i i think ma'am can you please handle and i'm like what's happening and and she's generally very comfortable like that she was yeah. and with you i remember this yeah <laughs> so means i don't know so honestly maybe sometimes like you're saying even socially i'm like why are people not talking to me like am i like what what's happening and then um then i'm like it's it's okay maybe i i don't approach people to talk to or you know it's maybe just um i'm the introvert so let's keep it that way so it's But, not introvert and anything like that it is literally that that intimidating vibe that you have that like okay if you're clear then only come and talk to me which is not true but that's the vibe you land up giving yeah so <laughs> Um, so next yeah. time, like whenever you get to party in this lockdown after that, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> no, I've experienced that many times, Aditi. I think it's time that changes now. <laughs> the last thing before I go, I want to talk about the way you clearly create your end results. You know, anything that you do, you have to have your final result in mind. Now that is very, very important. So when you speak with people, the example that you just gave. is so applicable even when i look at your writing the end result orientedness is the way you define your life your projects everything so it's okay for you to fail it's okay for you to not achieve the target that you have in mind but beginning of the project you have to have your clarity and that's so beautiful you actually uh, you know every time i see the handwriting strokes uh, having that blueprint and when i hear a story when it matches perfectly you just feel thrilled to see how how interesting it is to see a personal experience coming alive with these pointers that you see just scribbled on the paper it's just fascinating yeah. no. <laughs> i i can fall in love with it every time i look at it <laughs> that we can see and it's so obviously you're so passionate about it that it um it's always a joy to talk to you about these things <laughs> Yeah, I only get so excited. Yeah, I'm so happy that other people want to listen to it. Otherwise, I would have done it alone, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you would have. <laughs> Lovely talking to you, Bhukta. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. So nice. It was really, it was great. The insights that you've given me, the journaling tips, and um, even you know the personality from my signature. Um, I'll definitely try to work on it. And, um, and thank, thanks have... a lot for having me over on the show. It's really been a pleasure. Thank you. Now you have lesser excuses to give to others and yourself. Now you know you caught up in your own head already. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. What are some of the radical changes that are now shaping our workspace? With physical distancing and heightened safety protocols being the norm, will technology finally make its large-scale entry to the workspace? Will design as we know it change for the long term? Is it possible for the Indian commercial real estate space 
to adopt a 360 degree approach to sustainability. Join our hosts at the Future of Space podcast by RMZ as we deliberate with industry leaders, analysts, and bright young minds on the way forward for the workspace given the new COVID normal. Tune in to the IVM Podcasts app or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Introverts are mostly misunderstood by people around them as communicating and expressing their emotions is not their strength. If you are an introvert, or you find left slanted handwriting in someone you care for, then learn more about this superpower and hack the system. Hack how you think. If you are an introvert, or if you find left slanted handwriting of someone you care for, then learn more about hacking the superpower. Do listen to our episode number eight, The Survival Guide for Introverts. Let's take this self-discovery even deeper by talking about graphology tool of the week. If you haven't grabbed a pen and paper yet, this is the time to do that. If you want the specific instructions I used while creating a handwriting sample and the images of the stroke I'm about to describe, then visit aditisurana.com slash podcast and look for episode number 81. Do you know people who simply cannot say no to others? Do you already have this pile of work to finish? Why couldn't you say no to your boss? Are you kidding me? You're going to finish her assignment. She would never do that for anyone. Anyone who cannot say no to others, hear these remarks from their best friends and family members all the time. Their inability to say no actually stems from a deep-rooted fear of being rejected. They fear that by saying no, they will reject others and that in turn, people will reject them. They feel that by being this agreeable person, they will be loved, accepted and validated. This is a deep-rooted feeling that starts at childhood and engulfs your personal, professional, sexual, social, emotional, and even financial decisions. Graphologically speaking, the letter M has the key to identify fear of rejection. Take any M, capital, lowercase, angular, soft, rounded, it doesn't matter. Each M has two humps. If the second hump is taller than the first one, then the writer has fear of being rejected. Let me repeat. If the second hump in the letter M is taller than the first hump, then the writer fears rejection. This writer cannot say no. He or she seeks validation from others and avoids risks at any cost. The other day, I found the stroke in the writing of my really strong, dynamic and otherwise vivacious high-performance coaching client. He said, other things I have learned, but relationship is my biggest area of concern. And I agreed. Fear of rejection does not allow you to be intimate or vulnerable in your relationship. In the next episode on Friday, I will be talking about how the same stroke is found when people are in difficult codependent relationships. As I mentioned earlier, you are the sculptor of your life. If you find the stroke in your writing, then don't freak out. It is better to look at the problem at this point in time and deal with it instead of pushing it under the carpet, isn't it? We already have many episodes created on the Absolutely Right podcast dedicated to this episode. I find even while working with my coaching clients, this one particular area can be completely paralyzing. So make sure that you look at it for what it is and work on it. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode has impacted you in any way, then be the first one to create the same impact on others. Look at someone's handwriting and see if you can help them in any way. And if this has piqued your curiosity, then you can learn the subject even further. Every month I teach one graphology masterclass. 
It is designed for every participant to know themselves at a deeper level. As you can already tell, it helps you detect your anxiety patterns. You can actually understand your kids better, even higher better. Our next batch begins on 9th of Jan on Saturday. All the details are mentioned on my website, aditisurana.com. If you like this podcast, then don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on IVM Network. You can listen to us on the IVM Podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Let's connect on Friday. Till then, happy writing! Have you ever wondered how successful people do their thing? How do they navigate the challenges they often face? Are you wondering about the future of restaurants, film, education, technology and everything else in between? Hi, I'm Gauri Devidyal, best known for being one of the brains behind the table, an award-winning restaurant in Bombay. One thing my life as a restauranter has given me is the opportunity to meet with some truly inspiring people. most often just by chatting with strangers at the community table and that's what this podcast is about it's about learning the new dimensions of business and understanding how different people swim this sea it's an opportunity for me to pick their brains and ask them all the questions on my mind whether it's about learning from their past experiences or talking about future trends through their journeys stories and insights i hope you too like me will come away inspired and energized so come join me every wednesday with your favorite drink because this round is on me zindagi diaries ke panno mein kuch purani yaadein samundar kinare jhoomte darakht jawan dil ki dhadkane aur anjaan mulaqate hain to aaiye kholiye mere sath zindagi diary ke panne aur sath hi khul kar jeete hain zindagi आप सुन सकते हैं जिंदगी डायरीज आईवीएम पॉडकास्ट ऐप या वेबसाइट पर या जहां कहीं से भी आप अपने पॉडकास्ट सुनते हों।